0: We John The topic
1: of
2: the
0: podcast together
2: and honestly I'm excited. Good dorks, and welcome back to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is a very close friend of mine. I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while, and he's finally agreed to come on. Uh, it's my good friend Andrew, aka Flash, aka aka Shit Nipples. How are you, buddy?
0: <laughs> oh, shit Nipples? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks, bro. Oh, nice. well, kind of. I've had Corona for the last fucking week, but you know. Getting through I mean,
2: it. fucking who hasn't had the spicy cough these days? Hey, it's fucking. I feel uncool because I've gone this whole time without getting any rona.
0: I yeah, feel like I was like gonna I'll, say like you're not you're not in unless you got it. I know you're not feel cool unless you got it.
2: I feel so out, but you've you've had um you've had rona for the last uh, little bit. So we we were talking the other night uh, about getting you on the podcast, and we'll we'll tossing up what we should do. And I would describe you as a man of very niche. Tastes. There's there's not many things that Andrew Flaherty is into, <laughs> but the things he is into, that he's very much into it. Um, yeah, that
0: is very true.
2: One of my oldest memories of you, because me and you have known each other uh, about the same time. I've known all the the dorks I bring on this show like 10, 11, almost twelve years now. I think it is um, that uh, that I've known you. And one of my my one of my earliest memories of you is um you sitting at this busted old laptop no it was like a tower this busted old tower pc just thrashing runescape like there's no tomorrow oh wow
0: Uh, i actually had to log out of runescape to to join this podcast that's amazing oh my god
2: (laughs) the only person still playing runescape it's crazy
0: I, i literally stopped playing um tft to come play RuneScape for the last two or three days because I've been stuck inside with the Rona. I was just like, what do I do? I've got time <laughs> to grind. Let's play some RuneScape. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> uh, it's a game I never... I was much more an Adventure Quest guy than I was a RuneScape guy if we're talking about um, internet games from the early 2000s.
0: Oh, I love that too, though. Didn't mind doing Adventure... a few fro- Frogsards in the day. Oh,
2: fuck, Adventure <laughs> Quest was so good. <laughs> Uh, I'd, love yeah. to, I'd love to be able to get a, a, a dollar amount as to how much Adventure Quest made as a game because I reckon there were so many kids pinching their parents' credit cards to get some shit in that game.
0: Oh, no, I, I was more on the hacking side to get my membership and all that other stuff as well. Ah, I
2: was too scared, <laughs> man. I was always so scared on the internet to do anything like that. So I just did the, I just played the free Adventure Quest for so, like, just grinded to get stuff.
0: And then they had the Mech Quests, and then it pretty much died out. It was there wasn't much to it after that for me. But they might have still be building on it. Who knows?
2: Oh man, there's probably still people playing it. I saw I saw a post about Neopets the other day on Reddit, and that was just like it blew my mind that Neopets still existed as a thing.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, what was the one that actually did close down? Uh, Club Penguin. I think that's actually gone now.
2: Yeah, but wasn't Club Penguin just like a massive pedophile hangout? I always I don't know if for some reason that's always stuck in my mind that Club Penguin was for pedophiles. Or was it Habbo Hotel? Oh, I'm pretty
0: sure Habbo Hotel was the one for the scammers. Oh that man. Was Habbo that. Hotel was
2: sick. Oh, this is, <laughs> I just want to go back on the browser now and just fucking start up some browser games. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about any of that stuff. We're here to talk about one specific thing, a a niche that we found that uh, both me and you uh, were were into back in the day and still have a a similar interest or a vague interest in it now. Of course, we are talking about the OG Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Wow. Mm -hmm. So instead of just doing a normal review for it, we thought we'd do something a a bit different for this one, a little bit more special. We sat down and decided to pick our favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes. And I think the original plan was we'll watch like six of our favorite episodes. And every time we picked something, that episode wasn't an episode. It was like seven episodes. And we just remembered the, 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 the crux of it. So, because <laughs> I think the first one you sent me was like, oh, yeah, I really remember this episode was the uh, Yu-Gi-Pegasus uh, fight, the Yu-Gi-Pegasus Pe- duel which goes for five episodes? <laughs> it's five episodes long. That one card game. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, but it- I mean,
0: it's quite the 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 monsters that they are that he, that Pegasus was bringing out in that duel were quite memorable. But I didn't quite remember it being three to four episodes long. But as it was back in the day, that's pretty standard for an anime to get to get to the final uh, crux of the battle, I suppose. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. For back in the day, it wasn't. It wasn't like wasn't too out of place. If you like, it it, it was pretty common, I suppose. So the the episodes we we uh, finally settled on the ones we were gonna watch um, was Into the Hornet's Nest, uh, which is the two part episode um, where Yugi faces off against um, Weevil, the the yep. bug type duelist on Duel <coughs> Island. Um, the face-off, which is the three-part series, uh, three-part episodes on Duel Island where it is Seto Kaiba versus Yugi Moto, the, the fated rematch of the two. Yep. And then uh, the third series of episodes we, we chose to watch was uh, Champion versus Creator, uh, part one and two, which was uh, Seto Kaiba again versus Pegasus. And then uh, the fourth episode episodes we decided to watch was <laughs> Yu-Gi vs. Pegasus, which was a five-part episode, and oh, the last on. one was uh, the climax of the season, the Dungeon Dice Monsters, which I thought was a four-part episode, but turns out to be a five-part episode. Um, <laughs> so I think I think we initially wanted six episodes total, and we ended up with a list that had 16 episodes, I think, or 15. Yeah, I thought a it was going to be than one no, night of viewing. I honestly because we were talking about it like two nights ago and I honestly was like yeah we'll set this list now I'll chuck on a few episodes now I'll go to bed I'll get up you know half an hour early in the morning and I'll nut out the rest of the episodes and then I've got a whole day to write some notes down and you know figure out what we're gonna do and fuck man dude I literally just finished the last Dungeon Dice Monsters episode before I called you like I was Mm. I was at the wire to finish it's ridiculous how many episodes we (laughs) chose to watch.
0: Yeah, I only finished it around lunchtime today. I, I pretty much tried to nut them all out as soon as I could. Put mm. some notes down, and I, I I I pretty much watched every episode nearly twice just to go over it, just to make sure I got everything right. And uh, yeah, well, it. Yeah, been, it's good. Good nostalgia coming back to it.
2: Oh yeah, so we should start. We should start at the back of the start with the the first uh, episodes we chose to watch, which was my pick. Um, I picked these episodes. These were the ones that stood out to me um, a lot, and that's Into the Hornet's Nest. Uh, so this is Yugi Moto going up against uh, Weevil in in the first of the Duel Island battles. And I would say the Duel Island is probably the most nostalgic arc in original uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. It's definitely what yep. I think of the most when I think of Naruto. Oh, Naruto, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I never oh, yeah,
0: brain. No. yeah, how you you get your you get your glove, you get your star chips. Is that, is that oh, the one? It's so I- yeah
2: it's yeah, it's so iconic. Yeah. That glove and star chips is like Yeah Man, I wanted one of those so bad.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool just to have with your little dual disc that, that flipped out, with little springs. Did in you it. did you know anyone who had a dual disc? I I I had one a friend that had one that Strapped to the arm, so one strap on the forearm, one strap on the wrist, and and I swear it, it had like this little spring thing in it. I, am I imagining it, or is that like a Mandela no, effect? That's
2: exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking in like in my head. Because I didn't know, um, like anyone who was that much of a pussy slayer to have a dual disc back in back in the day. Um, <laughs> but I fuck, I wanted one. Hey, fuck, I wanted one so bad. I used to have. Yeah. I used to have this 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 Yu Gi Oh magazine, and you would um, it had little slips and stuff that you could put the cards that you collected in, and it was like this is where you put Dark Magician, and this is where you put you know all the all the big episode, all the big cards you put them in. Yeah. But it well, also yeah, had.
0: I, what's I, I was only like we we were at the the best we had was probably just like one of them basic dual mats. It was like a poster that you can kind of see it on your wall that has like the five and five. The other person has it flipped over. That was probably the the extent that's, of most of my friends.
2: Mate, that's all you okay. needed. That's all you <laughs> that's needed. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> awesome. So we should get into these these episodes. What did you think of you know, this this was our well, we started at this episode, so this was our our first dalliance back in the original Yu-Gi-Oh!. So how'd you feel going into these episodes?
0: Oh, uh, it was it was nostalgia. It's like it's you close your eyes and you hear the Yu-Gi-Oh! but ba- you're sitting at home, it's time to get ready for school, you're having a bowl of cereal, you're sitting down, what was it, uh, Cheese TV originally, then Toasted yeah. TV, mm-hmm. and you, you enjoy the fuck out of your anime before you go to school. It was... <sighs> yeah, so
2: much times. nostalgia. So much nostalgia. Like As soon as I booted these episodes up, I was like, fuck, I just want a glass of Nesquik. I Want a glass of strawberry... <laughs> Glass of strawberry Nesquik that I'm gonna drink with a teaspoon and just make it last the whole thirty minutes. That's what I want. What I fucking want.
0: Yes, that, oh, man. that. Yeah, or some really sugary cereal, some Fruit Loops, something really sugary. Just they work perfectly together.
2: They do. They really oh. do. So these these two episodes that we we started off with, into the hornet's nest, and I think the second one is called the the ultimate great moth or something like that. Yeah, um, that's the one. I think these are great episodes to go into because it's it's post uh, yugi losing Exodia, which is good because you know his deck doesn't automatically have a have a, a you know a built in win condition for every duel, which is yeah. cool. And it's the start of Duel Island, which is you know where Yu Gi starts to the Yu Gi Oh the show really starts to find its 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 feet almost like it that that whole arc is like duel after duel, interesting duelist, interesting environment. You know we get the big three D arenas that are the big showy and stuff like that, yeah. and you get an absolute mustache tw- like twirling villain in in Weevil who's the most like little snot nosed little farke. Oh,
0: he oh, was probably. He's probably my most hated, like, anime, like, character ever. So fucking annoying. Like, whoever wrote him as a character did really well of making him, like, an evil, nasty little fucking bastard. Oh, he's an
2: (laughs) irredeemable, like, an irredeemable little cunt. Like, he really is. Like, if that was, if that was, if you were a parent and that was your kid, you'd just be like, Oh, sorry, gonna have to do a really late-term abortion on this one because he is fucking Uh, cooked.
0: You could definitely tell he was one of those kids that had a leash on when he was, when he was small. So,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I had a leash on when I was small, but it was fine. Yeah. Because I had Le- bad parents. You're, you're a
0: little bit less annoying than that. Mm. <laughs> mm. A lot less. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think, I think the, the actual duel too between, between Yugi and that, uh, um, and Weevil is such a fun duel too, because... We get to see you know Yugi's deck in, in full action. You know, I I don't know about you, but I'm I, there's so much nostalgia for Yugi's deck, and mm-hmm. uh, that every time I see like one of the monsters come out that that I'm so familiar with, and I have so many memories of like even like the weird not the weird but like the lesser known one, the more obscure ones like Celtic Guardian or oh. Mammoth Graveyard. Fucking just so good, They're, such good. not even Yugi...
0: great cards, but very like. Very nostalgic cards. They're just like they were. They were fucking cool when they come out in the field.
2: Oh yeah, and I think I think those epi- uh, those two episodes are the the first introduction of Summon Skull as well, which is like mwah, I love Ooh. Summon Skull. Summon Skull was fucking yeah, boy. sick.
0: Twenty five hundred over twelve hundred. That's mm. that's that's nice.
2: It is nice, and I mean yeah. like seeing Weevils whole bug deck too is pretty interesting. It's the first time we've had like a hella niche kind of deck which is what we see heaps going forward like basically every duelist on dual island has a has a niche de- like a, a styled deck where it's all you know i'm i'm the water guy so all my cards are going to be uh, water cards and you know i'm the dinosaur kid so all my cards are gonna fucking be dinosaurs and yeah. you know <laughs> so we start off with and weevil and his bug deck
0: <laughs> it it kind of feels like a, the start of Pokemon as well How you, you start off with bug catches And then you progress on to stronger things And, and even yeah. the, the ultimate moth That starts off as the caterpillar Goes in the cocoon And turns mm. into the great, the great moth or, Yeah you know, it's, you Like in Pokemon with the Butterfree
2: Yeah, it's true There is a lot of parallels there Between between Pokemon and, and, um, and Yu-Gi-Oh that's interesting, yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, weevil is kind of like the little bug catcher on Route One that you just fucking squat as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. Level yeah. six fucking Charmander just charring caterpies left, right and centre. God love. Just it. after
0: you beat Joey's fucking uh top top tier ratatar. You yeah. go into the forest and destroy everyone in there. They're all weevils, little little bastards.
2: All little fucking sociopaths. You know what? Because that episode starts off with a flashback of, of Weevil throwing Exodia off, off the boat on the way to Duel Island, which oh is one of the wildest things to happen. Could you imagine a, a snot nosed little kid grabbing what are probably the rarest Yu Gi Oh cards in existence? What, priceless cards. Actually, priceless cards. And throwing them overboard while, like, sniveling. You just throw. <laughs> and, like,. And the person who did it is one quarter of your size. You'd just punt the kid off. You'd punt him off know. next. As if, <laughs> why didn't like Joey and Tristan just like pick him up one arm, one leg each and just be like, okay, right here. Let's get rid of this little fucking demon child.
0: Oh yeah. That's it. That showed, but that, that's um a lot of foreshadowing in that of how a lot of things are played out throughout the season. It's like, there'll be really unforgivable things said by people. And then as soon as some, that ends, they're all, all, there's all, they're all friends. They're all okay mm. together. It's, 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 so, it's such a strange I mean, way to. Especially with like characters
2: that we see in the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about like uh Bakura, who's like basically attempts to murder them three times. And they're all just like, yeah, but we're <laughs> friends. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. This man is actively trying to kill you
0: and and the the mind crush thing that he has as well just like <laughs> just, like someone's just died it's like what just happened to him yeah. uh is that a, is that the
2: flashback is that the flashback may has where Oh just fucking mind crushes a dude for for doing oh, something su- yeah, like that
0: was yugi yeah I was yugi thinking was yeah cool, but yeah <laughs> yeah,
2: Yu-Gi-Oh just does like a full mind crush of some dude at high school and he's like, yeah, well, that that guy's dead. You shattered his yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. Best case scenario, he's a vegetable on life support for the rest of his life. Like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I, I always wondered what the actual aftermath of all that actually was. That I mean, was just they, like, they
2: they don't ever go into it. <laughs>
0: it's probably good that
2: they don't. We... I think we need to address an elephant in the room too. That me and you have talked about off pod um, before we started recording. Um, the first season of Yu Gi Oh is a fucking cheat fest. Every motherfucker is cheating. Like everyone is cheating.
0: Everyone except like Yu Gi and 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 Joey. They and then and they're not hiding it either. It's very fucking blatant. It's like oh, it's
2: yeah. so blatant. Bla- like Pegasus. It. Pegasus basically just comes straight out and says, "Like, yeah, I can, I can read all your cards. I can read your mind. Like, you can't hide anything from me." And I created this game, and like, even, <laughs> even Weevil is doing some like fucking underhanded shit because he like leads him on a goose chase to get to the field advantage that's going to be best for him. And like, you know, they're all just yeah. fucking dirty cheats. They really are.
0: Yeah, and, and but as soon as like the fight's over, they're 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 all cool with each other. As oh well. yeah.
2: They're all just <laughs> fucking best pals again. Oh, man. What did you, what did you think of the, the nonsense tomfoolery that was going on during that, that moth battle with um, m- the, the mothra or the great moth or whatever it is becoming, like, wet because of a, of, a, of a card and that making it vulnerable to lightning because it's wet and that made the summon oh. skull stronger, which is a, a mechanic that is never used again from my memory, <laughs> like, <laughs> elemental mean, effectiveness.
0: Is it even, is it even a, like, does it actually happen in game? I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it does. I wrote some, <laughs> I wrote some notes down for this specifically. It's like, oh no, no. You, you can't stop my bug army. Oh no, you stopped my bug army. Huh. I'm going to make a moth. Oh no, they're the same power. My moth does poison damage. Oh wait, you have a specific card for that. Oh no, you killed my other card. Oh, it's still raining. Oh <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, what the hell, like... It, yeah there's, it's there's always a, an answer to everything
2: <laughs> yeah and it the answer doesn't actually make sense in the game of yu-gi-oh and is never repeated again in another like in another game or at least in the episodes we saw but i, I think for me because this is the one of the episodes i put up as like one of my all-time favorites and i think for me it's just it, he's uh, weevil is such a good uh, weevil is such a great villain like he's so truly awful in every sense of the word and the battle between the bugs and Yugi's deck is actually pretty engaging. Like the the great moth, you know, takes like a whole episode to hatch, and when it does, it's this fucking terrifyingly large thing. And then, yeah. you know, we get to meet Summon Skull for the first time, and he's this new beefy fucking monster in Yugi's deck that just came out of nowhere, you know. And we get yeah. to see we see a fusion from Joe uh, from from Yugi's deck between uh, Gaia. And um, uh, dragon, curse of dragon, curse yeah. Of dragon yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is fantastic, man. There's, yeah,
0: there's I, just I, it's what, a 2300 monster make a twenty six hundred monster there. That they, it, it's funny how there's a lot of just equal up to the power and and stalemate attacks so that yeah both of us die together.
2: <laughs> I think a lot of it, I think a lot of that too is because they've got such few life points to work with. I think that's why in subsequent seasons they bump it up to four thousand life points. They double it because, yeah, yeah. like, you, realistically, you can only take like two hits from two like in two thousand with two thousand life points. Two to three hits and you're you're tapping out. So they have to. I think the showrunners have to try and make it as tight as possible. So yeah, there is a lot of mirror match battles.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, one Blue Eyes could pretty much ruin an entire battle in one go. Yeah, let alone a Blue Eyes Ultimate. No need for tributes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just go for it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I think that's that's why we see it get bumped up straight away in the next... I don't think it's bumped up. It might be bumped up in the next season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, but it's definitely bumped up by the time GX rolls around.
0: Oh, definitely when they have the, um, the God cards, it's definitely up yeah. there, then. Yeah. Um, but is, is that the next season? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, man, I think it is, but yeah, there's no God cards in this season, which is crazy
0: mm. to think because well, the,
2: there, well, there's, like, yeah,
0: there's, there's Exodia, just, but yeah, like, like, as you said, just got thrown off the side of a fucking boat. We see, yeah, we
2: see him <laughs> once in the first episode, and then yeah, thrown off a boat by episode four.
0: <laughs> yeah, Amazing. so sad to see. But like, it's not—it's not even that. It's like these are these are cards, right? And it doesn't seem like anyone like protects their cards, other than just having them in their pocket or as uh, Yuki's grandfather had it—had the the blue eyes in a tiny little box. But
2: I, they can't be made out of cardboard, then, right? Surely they're uh. not. They've got to be like uh, thin metals of like
0: iron, they're like paper uh, thin uh, iron. <laughs> <laughs> the, like the, the cards are actually like hammered into the metal. Yeah, like the designs.
2: <laughs> or they're like ATM card, like the the same thing. ATM cards are made out of like that hard plastic. That's what they are.
0: Yeah, they need yeah, to be the- one of those two things with how the- how they fucking throw them about.
2: Otherwise, there'd just be foxed fucking foxed cards everywhere with, like, foxed ears and all this shit. Like, fucking my Yu-Gi-Oh cards all look like fucking hell because I haven't had them in any sort of plastic sleeve for, like, 20 years. (laughs) Or 20, like, 10.
0: I don't think mine have corners on them anymore. They're all (laughs) rounded.
2: (laughs) Except the ones I laminated that I printed off a friend's printer to make fake cards. Oh, yeah. That was a thing, too. (laughs) That was was a huge thing. Mm. So... How did you how did you feel about this this these two episodes? Where did you have as much nostalgia for them as I did?
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no one of um one of the things looking back into like the actual anime is the great moth itself, uh, weevil like putting that out in the field and as it go, goes through its like bug stages to come out as a great moth. Mm. That's that's always been there. i never really forgot about that episode at all.
2: It's such an iconic design too. The moth is so big and terrifying and the, the like, the cocoon or whatever you want to call it is just so gross looking. It's really yeah. just good and gross cartoon, <laughs> which I which I fucking love. But we should, we've yeah. got uh, fucking heaps more episodes to talk about, so let's fucking mosey on down to episode mm-hmm. 22, 23 and 24, which was, uh, you vo- you voted for these episodes? Right. <coughs> um, uh, so
0: i'll let you kick this one off okay so the face off mm. that was uh oh you're gonna have to help me here bro i'm not <laughs> uh
2: so that was um sento kaiba versus Yugi Moto. Oh, that was the yeah, first I'm appearance th- of blue eyes ultimate dragon
0: yeah, I was looking way up in my notes and I put that right down the bottom because he does come out in the in the third part of this face-off. Yeah. But yeah, um, that you know, very memorable as a child watching not just a Blue Eyes come out, but also a, three, a, a Hydra version, a three-headed fucking Ultra Beast come out. Yeah,
2: and yeah. also it's the first episodes we see, and I think maybe the only episodes where they use the dual-disc system. Which I always thought was really cool. I fucking loved the dual disc system. So yeah. if you if you can't remember, and I fucking what? how could you? Because this is just like it appeared in three episodes of a series that aired fucking fifteen years ago. Um but it was what it was is instead of the big um stadium system for dueling, they had Centokaiber's new technology, which was the dual-disc system, which was basically like a disc, like a big frisbee, like a big fuck-off frisbee that they had in their hands and it had like four slots on the outside and one slot in the middle and you would put all your cards in there and then you would like throw it out like a frisbee and spin it like a Beyblade on, on the ground and then it would throw up a big hologram of whatever monster you played and then your cards that were in your hand would appear in front of you like big fuck-off cards like like hovering in the air in front of each player as their, as their hand and, oh man, that fucking i wish that stayed around in more in more duels because i fucking loved it i thought it looked so much better than the the big stadium things
0: yeah it's such a cool concept yeah
2: <laughs> so what do we get yeah, I, what do we get in these episodes we get blue eyes ultimate
0: oh uh, well i mean then we also get pegasus um trapping uh mokuba as well mm-hmm. so there's um a bit of foreshadowing so for what he needs to be doing and Bringing his brother back. Yep. And, um, oh God, uh, one thing that just really frustrated me, but this is something over the whole whole season, is just Taya and her supportiveness. And they just, ha- they have it in there so much. I mean, they're best friends. It's overbearing. It's friends overbearing. Can,
2: <laughs> friends can, the, these, these um, couple of episodes start off with the funniest montage with Taya, though, with Taya just being like, you know, what's so weird when when I see Yu-Gi-Oh Duel, or when I see Yu-Gi-Duel, it's almost like he's a different person, but, like, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, at this point, we've spent 22 episodes seeing Yugi have a transformation sequence in every episode where he turns into the Pharaoh, grows three foot and gets a <laughs> jawline, drops his <laughs> voice down four octaves, and no one fucking notices that he looks any different. It's so... He's so much taller when he's Yu Gi Oh. Like when he's <laughs> Yu Gi Oh, it's fucking insane.
0: It's it's hilarious watching them walk along when he's just regular Yu Gi. He's and they're, so they're tiny. Kristen and Joey are literally double the height of him.
2: He's so like, and like he's got no <laughs> jawline. There's no jawline whatsoever. But then he starts dueling, and that yeah, that whole episode kicks off with like a two minute sequence of Taya being like man, it's, it's so crazy. He's, he's like a different person sometimes. And I suppose he's been that way ever since I met him and he, he always seems to step up and you know what, maybe there is someone else living inside Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, yu Yugi, but you know, that doesn't mean anything because I'm still his best friend and we're going to stick together no matter what. And it's just like, uh, it's so pointless to be in there because the whole audience knows that there's two different people and like, it's, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> to start addressing it at episode twenty-two is fucking insane.
0: Yeah, took a little while, but we're, we're the it's just for the slow people that are watching, just in case no one's caught on yet that 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 millennium puzzle.
2: Yeah, creates the one a that the person. one that glows and kicks bit, up. If he was at home, yeah. we're
0: unsure either.
2: The one that glows <laughs> and starts like violently shaking around his neck whenever he starts dueling, and then it shoots out a blue light with lightning all around him, and then he steps out of the blue light three foot taller with a jawline. Yeah, no, he, yeah, that Millennium Puzzle's sure. doing something.
0: Sure, surely the difference between Taya and Taya is like is is quite significant it's, to it's, her Yeah and he's like his Yu- his Yugi
2: voice is so cute it's just like yeah we're friends and we can do it and then when he's like dueling he's like I send out dark magician in attack mode <laughs> Kaiba I will not stand your tomfoolery now to the shadow realm <laughs> oh, I fucking love it man but yeah those Those face-off episodes are are really good, and I'm so glad you picked them because, yeah, I had so Mm. much nostalgia for the dual disc and uh, for the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. And also, I had completely forgotten how that episode or how that that fight, that duel, concludes with with Sento Kaiba pulling out the biggest dick move ever, but also a kind of a cool dick move, you know what I mean? Where he just mm-hmm. starts, where he steps to the edge of the castle and was like, oh, I'm going to lose, so maybe you should finish me off and, oh, I might just fall and kill and, and, and die and then you'll be a murderer and you'll have to live with that. And yeah, it
0: sucks to be you then. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh,
2: fuck. Either you're going to murder someone or I'm going to win this duel. What, what's it going to be? And well, I, 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 love how, I love how Yu-Gi-Oh is just like, yeah, well, I'm I'm going to kill you because, you know, <laughs> it's not until yeah, Taya like, runs
0: in and... Yeah, no. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, Kyle was fighting for, like, his brother. It's a good cause, but at mm. the same time being an unbearable dick. Like. <laughs> he's
2: such an unbearable dick. And, like, even when he's doing his big compassionate speech at the start, of the start of the duel, where he's like, I've changed, you know. I used to be in it for just me, but now I'm in it for someone else. And I believe, I have to believe now more than ever in the heart of the cards. And then as soon as he starts the duel, he's like, you're an idiot, Yu-Gi-Oh, like Yu-Gi-Oh. You're scum. I hate you. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just
0: yeah, yeah. dial it back, brother. Oh, uh, no. They go hard, eh? They go hard. Oh. But, but, yeah. yeah. Sento, Sento Kaiba. Like, uh,
2: un- unrelinquishing dickhead.
0: One other thing I always found this is quite hilarious. The way that um, when Yuki really um, uses the heart of the cards and pulls a card out of the deck. But when he pulls it out, he puts it at full arm length away from him <laughs> and faces a card outwards. So you can see the back of the card facing the camera, which basically means everyone else can see the fa- the face of the card. Yeah. Not yeah. really any secrets here, Yugi. No.
2: <laughs> oh, the good old heart of the card draw is so fantastic because, like, it's always, it's always, like, I mean, it's overused too, but it's always, like, such a crucial moment in the duel and it's just like, I've just got to believe in the heart of the guitars and it's just like... <laughs> Haha! Ha, just the car, card I needed.
0: <laughs> Pulls it one out of 50 every uh, fucking time. Every time.
2: <laughs> he basically seems to start off with the same starting hand every fucking turn. Like every get, yeah. Uh, duel.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like the memorable ones always stay in there. But um, mm. as, a, as a card player, like a poker player, knowing that how limited these cards are, and oh, like yeah. percentage-wise that they come out, it's so fucking bullshit. I wish I had the heart of the cards playing poker. I wish that was actually a thing, because I'll be good. Oh, at
2: mate. As someone who had a crippling addiction to Hearthstone, I watched this and just being like, that's some bullshit luck. That's some <laughs> fucking bullshit luck. You're telling yeah. me you get a turn three Dark Magician every game? A turn three Dark Magician every every <laughs> game. Guaranteed. That's some fucking
0: nonsense. Look, oh. It happens, but not that fucking often. Mm. These
2: are... this three-part face-off episode is where we uh, we get to see a tactic that Yugi will use time and time again, actually. He'll use this one a fair bit. The uh, Karibo multiply combination, where he mm. plays his Karibo card with the magical card multiply, which for some reason, only in this show and not in the game, and another, it doesn't ever seem to react this way in any other time I've seen it played in the show, creates like a billion little Karibos on his team. Like a billion, there's so many, and they just keep like multiplying constantly.
0: And wait, wait, th- there is one uh, one other time when it does come up when he's uh, against Pegasus.
2: Yeah, yeah, he uses it again against Pegasus, and the relinquished. But yeah. like I, I've seen it used, I, th- I think I've seen that card used in GX. No, I sorry, I know I've seen that card used in GX, and it doesn't it doesn't work that way. But then again, the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh fucking change game to game, seemingly. There's no fucking rhyme or rhythm to to this
0: game. Oh, absolutely not. Like, actually playing the car game, we, we used to sit down and play this game. Uh, mm. Phil and the boys and us would play together. And if you were to pull any of this shit... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, You better believe the boys are going to fucking give you some shit.
2: (laughs) If you tried to pull three blue eyes and put them down on the same turn without any sacrifices or nothing, you would have walked away with a black eye. There's no way you're pulling that stuff. Are you kidding me? Tyson would have jumped over the coffee table and kicked your face in for even thinking that you could do that.
0: Yeah, that that, that would have been the end result. There was nothing else that would have happened. No, Oh,
2: man. The um the three part face off episode the way the way it ended would, did you did you remember that that Yugi lost did you did, did you remember that?
0: I did not from from when I remember it I don't I oh, well I didn't re- really remember Yugi ever losing is the neither
2: thing. did I that's the thing because I, yeah. I the one thing I always remembered about this show well I always thought I remembered was that Yu Gi Oh never lost the duel and I was always like yeah well. Looking back on it, you can't really go back to that show with any sort of suspense because Yugi never lost. And when when this episode happened and Yugi was what it was looking like, Yugi was about to lose, and throw the game. I was like, well, no, that's not going to happen. Obviously, obviously, Kaiba's going to step down from the ledge, come to his senses, and Yugi's just going to agree to help Makuba like uh, uh, Makuba as well, because yeah. you know that's what Yugi does, and he's a sensible guy, and everything will be resolved and it'll all be good. And then it's just like. Uh, nope, Yugi lost, and Kaiba continued to be a dick. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. And I was like, Yugi <laughs> doesn't lose.
0: Yeah, well, Taya came in to fuck everything up. Stop. She didn't
2: fuck everything up. She saved everything. And eventually she <laughs> saved him again because she's the one that got... I don't know why you so hard against Taya. I, I like Tao.
0: I just feel like he should have won that one. Bad luck, Kaiba. Don't put yourself in such bad positions.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it didn't work out too well for him because he's in the Shadow Realm. Fucking forty-eight hours later, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's just fucking <laughs> gone. So we should move on to the those <laughs> series of episodes, which was um, Champion vs. Creator, Part One and Part Two. So Episode Twenty Six and Twenty Seven. Mm, um, yeah. I I think this is probably one of my favourite um, two episodes in, in the series. I f- I thought these two, maybe because Yugi wasn't in it. Like Yugi wasn't dueling, I, I just was like really engaged with this because it's not often. Like with the exception of Joey duels, you you don't really see um, any other duels that aren't that 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 don't have Yugi in it. You know what I mean? It's either Yugi dueling or or, or Joey dueling. So it was good yeah. to see Kyber versus Pegasus, and it's the first time we really see Pegasus go all out in a duel, and it's the first appearance of what I'm going to say one of the coolest cards in this season, mm-hmm.
0: Toon World. Absolutely. I awesome loved Toon
2: World. It's so good. It's broken, like broken beyond belief. Um, oh, yeah. But such a good card, man. How do you feel about these two episodes? Uh,
0: much like as as we're going through the list there, uh, like when we were talking about them originally, like Toon World was something that just instantly popped out in my mm. mind as well uh, a, as a card and how bullshit it was in the show, watching it come out and then... Having that Toon blue eyes in there as well,
2: it's the cutest yeah. fucking thing. Hey, I forgot how cute <laughs> it was, and then I saw it. I was like, "Fuck, that's cute." It's yeah. so cute, and even it's only wound up by tune um, summon skull, which we get um, uh, when Yugi versus Pegasus. Um, yeah. But yeah, Toon World fucking rules, man. God, it's so good.
0: The whole the whole thing behind it being that Pegasus created this game. And he created this fucking bullshit card, but he didn't let anyone else know about it or see it. it, it.
2: Never put it into circulation because it was too powerful. So no one knows anything about it. So it's fucking cheating (laughs) on top of cheating. So not only is he cheating because he invented the game, created a card that's too powerful and never gave it to anyone. But he's also cheating because with his Millennium Eye, he can read your mind and know the cards you're playing. It's like, uh, he's cheating on top of cheating on top of cheating. He's the biggest fucking cheater. Uh,
0: uh, but like Also, the great thing about it, he's like an 80s camp villain as well. He's so good too. Oh, Yugi boy.
2: Uh, <laughs> Kaiba boy. Oh, Your blue eyes white dragon is now mine. Oh, and he's always... Undoing his little neckerchief and retying it up, and he's like, "Oh!" oh. And he brush he brushes his long hair all aside, and he's like, "Ooh, <gasps> I can see into your mind, Kaiba boy." <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking good. Uh, <laughs> Everything he says is so horny too. Like he's just uh, just <laughs> so much pent up frustration. Like uh, you just know that he's like just full erect any time he's dueling, like Kaiba or Yugi.
0: 100% What is it like is, is it this pinkish Like Outfit that he has as well Yeah And he's got Just like A double
2: breasted Like red jacket Like I regret Like <laughs> we We recorded an episode Like I recorded an episode A few days ago About the best outfits In anime uh, You would have heard it um, Would have been mm. like One of the last episodes That were out Um, if you, if, if if you're, if you're a listener, um, and I regret, like, it's crazy that I didn't put anyone from this series on best outfits of anime because like not only is Yugi's outfit fucking iconic beyond belief, but like Joey's outfits, a slapper, fucking Pegasus is dressed to the nines, fucking (laughs) Mia. Are you kidding
0: me? Mm. (sighs) Oh, speaking of outfits, I just got to say early on, like. Kyber is this, like, he owns Kyber Corp, right? He owns this massive, massive, like, corporation. The most, the, the, also, the,
2: like, the equivalent of Apple in our world, or no, probably not Apple anymore, the equivalent of fucking Tesla.
0: Yeah, something like that. And he's a student. Is he a student at the school? They're all wearing, <laughs> like, he's wearing the blue outfit in the cafeteria while Joey and Yugi are having this battle. And he's just chilling there, a few tables away, in, in the same blue outfit. It's just, it's
2: so wild And then like, he looks a lot older than everyone else too And he just gets a helicopter everywhere He's just got helicopter service everywhere He's always in a helicopter, getting off a helicopter Fucking, at a computer, in a helicopter It's fucking wild
0: But, is is he a student? Is he just got all access pass to everything And just has the, the uniform for it? (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah. maybe he owns the school i think in gx in gx uh kyber KyberCorp is the one that builds the school i believe the dual <laughs> academy that jade and everything goes to so yeah i think in like i think oh. in the show kyber Corp is like the most expensive and like crazy company ever because i think in in later seasons kyber Corp have developed like a full like um virtual reality world that that pl- people get lost into. Like that's like fucking nuts. Like matrix <laughs> level virtual reality that Kyber Corp wow. creates. It's fucking the last couple of seasons of Yu Gi Oh are crazy. I'm glad we stuck to just season one because not only is that where all of my nostalgia is seemingly is, but it's it's still not super convoluted at this point. Like there's definitely points in it where like, okay, this is a bit far fetched, but like it's still <laughs> As as grounded as the show ever is, is season one. Everything else apart from this is fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. Well, yeah. I, like, but just just going off from how the game goes, it's it is it is completely fucking wild. Just mm. the bottom line, it's it's fucking wild.
2: It's just crazy that like this is a card game. This is a show about a card game, and this is how crazy it gets. Like, just the, the, these series of episodes are up to Yugi Gi versus Pegasus. <laughs> is basically two duels with seemingly two completely separate decks for Pegasus because the first Mm -hmm. half of like the first two and a bit episodes of the five part series is Yugi going up against Pegasus and Pegasus is throwing out all his Toon World nonsense and reading Yugi's mind and Yugi can't get anything and then, Yugi and Yu Gi Oh develop a, a strategy, a stratagem, if you will, to, to trick Pegasus' mind reading by constantly switching between turns. And so, you know, they separate their minds, and it's really good. And then, as soon as Pegasus looks like he's losing, he's like, to the Shadow, Shadow Realm, <laughs> puts them in the Shadow Realm, and seemingly just gets a completely new deck with all these fucking weird eye creature things. No tunes to be seen, all yeah. like the relinquished and all that fucking shit.
0: Yeah, like, they'll, yeah, Funny Bunny was way out the fucking window at that point.
2: Oh, there was fucking no Funny Bunnies. What did you think yeah. of the, the Relinquish and stuff like that? Because I know when we first started talking about this, you you mentioned the Relinquish, like, straight away.
0: That, uh, that that image of the Thousand Eyes Restrict is, like, one of the nostalgic images in my mind of Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: just seeing that monster come out, but, like, it's all dark in the background they're in the shadow realm as well it's just like this this thing has got zero and zero attack and defense i can't read what the cards are when we're watching it but this this shit's got some power Mm.
2: it's also it's so gross looking too i don't know i don't know if you i don't know if like this it only springs to mind for me but the way it like twitches and and fucking moves, it moves like like a fleshy bit of muscle. Like it just twitches <laughs> like like a like. Have you ever seen like videos of like people like spasming muscles when they get like a cramp or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it pretty. Looks like, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> it
2: looks like that. I fucking hate it, man. It's so <laughs> gross looking. But like, it's yeah, such an iconic, iconic villain. And when you said like when you suggested this episode, I I couldn't remember which it, what, what what episodes it was. Because I don't remember these as the Relinquished episodes. I remember these as the Chaos Magician episodes because it's when we get, finally get to meet uh, the Chaos Magician, which is Yu-Gi-Oh's yeah. kind of, like, trump card for a while. And I fucking loved the Chaos Magician. I thought it was sick. I fucking loved the design of it. I thought oh, it was yeah. so cool. Like, the like I've, I've always liked Dark Magician. I thought Dark Magician was cool. And, like, Dark, Mag, uh, Dark Magician Girl has... Has um, let's just say, don't ever type that into my search bar. But um, <laughs> I, I, um I yeah, I've always liked those two designs. But the the chaos mag uh, the chaos magician is just it's so iconic, dude. It's so fucking gorgeous.
0: It's like getting the dark magician, but like getting to design your own kind of skin, kind of thing. And this is like the ultimate skin that you get on it. Yeah, it it's makes like it look it's like so fucking cool.
2: Yeah, it's like a it's like the glow up for Dark Magician, you know what I mean? It's like Dark <laughs> Magician 2.0. It's fucking sick, man.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know that Yugi had like a um ritual cards in his deck up until yeah, that point.
2: He also has a ritual summon of I want to say it's the uh, Buster Swordsman or the Luster Swordsman, the Black oh, Luster Swordsman.
0: That's right, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the only other time, because that's the only other card that I can think of that uses the ritual as well. But man, that's a mechanic that I I never actually ran in like any deck ever was ritual summonings and stuff like that because it was too confusing in the actual game.
0: Yeah, well, I was just getting them out of boosters. You needed to get one and the other. I swear that when you got the ritual card, you didn't always get the card to to go with it.
2: And I didn't buy a lot of boosters. I think I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. Uh, my parents bought me the the um, character decks, so like yeah. I had j- just Joey Wheeler's deck was, was my deck. So it was just
0: all the cards that you see Joey Wheeler
2: had. Oh red man, eyes black Fla-
0: dragon and um Time flaming Wizard. swordsman,
2: red eyes, black dragon and like flaming <laughs> yeah, yeah. swordsman dragon. <laughs> oh, can we talk about Joey's Boston accent? Because it's a highlight through this whole series. I oh, fucking it love it's so good. He's such <laughs> a dickhead too. Like he's so he's so fucking trying to be so tough and everything. Arrogant. But,
1: oh. <laughs> but oh, I yeah. It,
0: love him. It, but it just suits him as a character, but actually when it comes down to it even though he sounds like a a dickish New Yorker that he's actually a really nice dude. He's a really good oh. dude to Yugi and the friends.
2: Like that whole that 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 that, you know that that group of friends. Even even when like when it um, Bakura is in there as well, and he's not being a fucking murderer psychopath. When it's you know when it's Tristan, Taya, Joey, Yugi and 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 uh, Bakura. Like it's they're so fucking, they're so wholesome, man. Like Tristan, like what a nothing character. Like what a character that just adds <laughs> absolutely nothing to the storyline. But God, God forbid, if you were to take Tristan out, I would be fucking ropeable. He yeah, does. He has nothing. But him. I just fucking love him so much. What does he do? He never duels. He never. He's not helpful in any way. He's just kind of like their friend that they,
0: they tag a, along. He's the, he's the big oaf, big lovable oaf. But he, he's helped in in carrying the people who have been uh, knocked out or mm. mind breaked mind broken. He's just a pack meal. Them along. He's basically yeah, a pack, pack meal.
2: Everyone needs <laughs> yeah. a pack meal. It's, it's yeah, I fucking love Tristan and like the the hair. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Yu Gi Oh's hair, which is what the most iconic anime hair of all times. Like maybe I, that I just, and Super
0: Saiyan. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of got that Super Saiyan feel to it anyway. It's like when when he does transform, there's there's more blondie streaks going through his hair as well, which is great.
2: Have you ever seen pictures of people trying to cosplay as Yu Gi Oh! and they attempt to do the hair? Because it is. I
0: I want to see that right now. That sounds amazing. I'm
2: I'm fully letting everyone do like a. Go, just Google it now. Yu Gi Oh! cosplay
0: hair. Oh, wow. Like, like. Oh, it's. What's going on? Like, there's some that, uh, that look like they're just like bits of material like felt or some shit that are put together. There's Some's... some that
2: are like wigs and there's other people that have just like gone for it with their natural hair. And it looks like they've just wrecked their hair.
0: Oh. <laughs> what? There's like one, one that with natural hair that actually looks all right, but the rest of them are just, that's fucking wild. It looks like bits of, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it, there's That's incredible. Oh, there's... If you're not yeah, looking there's... at this now, you definitely need to look at this now because awesome. oh
2: my god there's some that are just so atrocious cuz it's like what it is it's it's purple outlined black body with blonde mm. streaky bits
0: yeah through through the center of the black spikes is a, one person's got it here is like lightning bolts going through
2: it's such iconic but even like even like Joey's hair Joey's hair goes out so far from his head that either he has the fucking pointiest <laughs> most oblong shaped head in the world or his <laughs> hair is just like so high. Like it must be like a perm under there because it literally comes out like a foot off his head into like a <laughs> point and then falls naturally down. And mm. like, like um, Tristan has basically just like a metal spike for a haircut. <laughs>
0: well, the one, the one that I really liked was the at the Duelist Island Pegasus Pegasus's Island. Like the main security guy, his, his hair's made pretty much just like a, a spike at his fringe, just to one point. So like I feel like if he really got in danger in a fight, he could just bend forward and stab someone with it.
2: Oh, uh, it's so fucking great. I love all of Pegasus's minions because they're all just like beefy dudes with like sunglasses and jackets on. And they're always just like, it's like, just thinking of that in, like, in, in, Put it into context, like this is a card game where a bunch of kids were sent to an island to play cards and you've got just the biggest beefcake security walking around all the time and they're always just so slapdicks. They're always just like, oh, what's that noise? I better look around this corner and all the kids just like twinkle toe behind them like (laughs) into the fucking gate. It's fucking just (laughs) like... In in those episodes where uh, Yugi's fighting Pegasus, Tristan is like down in the dungeon and stuff, and he literally sneaks up on a guard who's literally just sitting in a hallway, just being like, "Oh boy, this is sh- the the most boringest job I've ever had." And then he looks his eyes, he looks up, and there's Tristan, and he's like, "Oh no!" And Tristan puts a helmet, like a knight's helmet, on him and just pushes him to the ground, and then he passes out. It's fucking. <laughs> That's
0: like, the that whole. The whole scene oh, before it though, like it's like the guards immediately around the corner. So Dr- Tristan jumps inside the armor suit mm. and then around the corner, like they disappeared into this, uh, this hidden tunnel, but he trips and falls and finds it immediately. Yeah. Like there's, there's no suspense to so just find it.
2: <laughs> the conversation the the guards are having on their way past Tristan is just like, it's just like, Oh boy. Uh that kid back there, he really ain't doing much. Oh, this is crazy. It's crazy <laughs> that we're watching this kid over in that cage behind us. It's crazy. And then they hop on. It's like this is just it's not even you're not even trying it. It's fucking great.
0: Yeah. But then then <sighs> they've got like for just all that like the handful of jewelers, they got like this whole like elaborate underground like computer setup system like how NASA so, has sorry. and, massive it's so the top. and, and it's then so... they've all got like their glasses where they have like the google glasses how they can all see up in front of them yeah as there's well. the like...
2: there's screens everywhere and they're also wearing like the screen visor sunglasses so you can just imagine the screens on their face while they're looking at screens it's screens oh. on screens on screens it's so how...
0: good a hat.
2: Um, <laughs> another another highlight I had during the the Yugi Pegasus episodes was um, uh, Tristan again. He's he's uh, sneaking through with with Bakura and they find um, um, uh, no. He's got uh, Mokaba and he finds Bakura and Bakura um uses his millennium piece to send a bunch of guards to the to the graveyard and i was like oh wait he just killed them and then the next scene is them just landing in an actual graveyard and they're just like <laughs> they're like oh boy what are we doing here and then a, like a, a weird grim reaper flies down and you just hear him go oh no
0: <laughs> it's just it's so <laughs> fucking stupid oh wow well. Like it, it, Bakura has absolutely no worries taking them out, and then Tristan has no worries taking Bakura out.
2: Oh yeah, he's just like, like, like so <laughs> fun, and the the way he takes the way he takes Bakura out is he goes, "Oh yeah, you can have uh, mo- a Mokuba," and he goes, "Catch him!" And he just throws this little kid at this murderer, and then whacha karate chop to the yeah, neck mid chops him. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. Oh, amazing. fuck i loved so it man amazing. um oh, we should probably move on to the the last section i don't have much more to say about the yugi vs pegasus f- duel i think it, i think yeah. it's good and it it keeps going for a bit too long i think a five part series is is fucking heaps yeah um <laughs> and it basically boils down to yugi winning through the power of friendship
0: mm. Believing in the heart of the cards. Heart of the cards
2: and, and his friends. Um friends, now yeah. the the last bit of episodes I put up was uh episode forty six to fifty, Dungeon Dice Monsters. I had so much nostalgia for this series. This was this was the five episodes that I've thought about fucking ever since I've watched them. I loved this part of the show.
0: Yeah. They were really fun. Like a new concept to the whole game as well, which is like, it was just and awesome. like, like I was like, I want to play this as
2: well. And I would say a cooler version of Kyber in, in Devon.
0: Yeah, Duke, Duke, is
2: it Duke Duke Devon? Or? It's Duke Devon, I believe. Duke yeah, Duke, Devon. no, Duke Devlin. Duke Devlin. Devlin, I've always called him Devon. <laughs> um, yeah, but Duke, Duke Devlin and his his um, dungeon dice monsters, and yeah, like we've we've if you've watched all the episodes, like we didn't watch all the episodes, we watched the the sixteen or so we picked. But if you'd watched all the episodes, basically you would have seen uh, forty five episodes of dungeon monsters, like of, of uh, not dungeon monsters, dual monsters, and then to finish the season, a completely separate game, something really new. And again, Yu-Gi-Oh is versing the creator of a game with no idea how it works, no fucking training whatsoever. He's just basically like, okay, pick some dice and let's do this and we'll see if I win, you have to give up dual Monsters forever. It's like, why would you accept
0: that? I mean, I suppose it's not as bad as, like, fighting for your grandfather's soul, but, you know, it's it's up there. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> I mean, he's basically fighting
2: for Joey's soul if because Joey... Somehow gets tricked into being a a
0: cheerleader in a dog costume. I don't know. That was only for a week. It wasn't a very long time. But, yeah, Yeah. he came into town and and started his own game shop, which kind of ruined Yugi's grandpa's business. Kind of. I mean,
2: (laughs) the death of small business. Fucking this big-ass conglomerate moves in with his new fucking fancy kerfangled fucking dice monsters.
0: Oh, just back onto something I said before. I'm pretty sure he's got a school uniform, a blue school uniform on it. I think he does well. too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He does. <laughs> like, which is a shame because his, his, uh, standard outfit is so strong. I fucking mm. love his outfit. The red vest, the, the golden arm bracelets, the, the oh, yeah, checkered the headband, headband well. and the, the yeah. ridiculous fringe. Like his fringe yeah. is going in like five <laughs> different directions. It's fucking incredible. The whoever thought, did the character design for Yu Gi Oh was just like, let's fucking make sure they can never make this live action by giving him the fucking dumbest hair possible.
0: <laughs> you could just imagine them CGing the hair in and it just never works. No. Oh fuck. Oh,
2: that's <laughs> so great. It's so great. They so what should did you do? It did, though. Oh fuck yeah. A live action Yu Gi Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I'd blow a year's hey, salary just seeing it in the cinemas fucking again and again and again and again and again. 100%. I'd lose my job because all I would be doing is seeing Yu-Gi-Oh! live action in the cinemas.
0: Assuming they don't do it in the same level as the live action Dragon Ball, then I'm on I'm there. I'm fucking there.
2: One oh, day I'm gonna. Cool. One day I'm going to do an episode about uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm going to do it. Oh. I've got to wait till I hate oh. myself just enough to watch it again. <laughs>
0: Oh gee, that's gonna be that's gonna be like tough to even talk about in in a good way. Oh, yeah, there's there no, no redeeming, ways.
2: there's no redeeming qualities of that show. But uh, something that does has many redeeming qualities is the game, Dungeon Dice Monsters. Because the thing I like about Dungeon Dice Monsters and these 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 couple of episodes we get is it it's a game that you can actually understand. They explain the rules as they go and at least somewhat makes sense and seems like a playable game that you could play. Although it feels like a lot of games would end up in stalemates just because of the way the dice, you have to make a path and stuff like that. And if you were to just play defensively and cut off, it feels like you could negate it, but I'm sure. Anyway, but like, you know what I mean? It feels like a game you can follow and maybe because you're learning about it at the same time Yugi's learning about it and you're figuring out. Yeah, I, I really love this game. I thought it was... Fucking so cool.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, then again, it's like back to the old um, protagonist antagonist thing, where the the enemy is again an unbearable fucking dick. Like juke's mm. just every every minute, at least every minute, he's just calling Yugi out for being a cheater uh, and a liar. Oh yeah, he's so <laughs>
2: s- he's so smug too. Like. And basically every time he opens his mouth he just dribble, like dribbles a little bit more fucking verbal diarrhea out. He's just he's such a dickhead. But he he's one of the characters that I remember really fondly because he turns to the good side after this and he's like yeah. really tight knit with the with the crew and I, I really like him because I, I think I think design wise he's cool. But yeah, in these couple of episodes, an unbearable dick. I mean like yeah. p- g- looking at all the the villains that we we covered in these just in the episodes we chose to watch in our favorite episodes from from Weevil to Kyber to to Pegasus to to Devon, um, uh, Duke uh, if you will um, yeah. they all are so irredeemable uh, in, in in the battles they're in um, and all on various levels like Weevil, is like the most obnoxious little brat ever that you just want to fucking hold under a bathtub of water until the last fucking bubble comes out. Um, Kyber <laughs> is nicely. like, an, yeah, <laughs> Kyber is like an unrelenting rich ki- like rich guy dickhead, like just pure fucking rich guy arrogance. And he's just okay. so smug. And like Pegasus is like the most camp 80s villain ever but who's I, just I, a I, fucking.
0: I, like, I did like Pegasus out of the whole lot. He was just like, he's you know, just seemed like he's the best. He's the best one for sure.
2: Like he might be Absolutely. objectively the most evil because of the stuff he does, and he's like obviously the biggest cheat. But like yeah. him, like I fucking loved Pegasus the whole time. Just like Yugi Boy. Like it's it's <laughs>
0: so good. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Dukes just as he is, massive. Yeah. Big, He's just
2: a, he's a massive (laughs) dick, a massive smug dick who is so convinced that Yugi cheated, which is, I mean, if you are an outsider and if you haven't watched the things we watched and you don't know, the fact that Yugi went from never being, like never playing the game to within the space of a couple months, defeating the world champion, defeating the, the creator of the game you know, winning Duel Island, beating every, winning every duel he's basically ever done except one, you would assume, okay, this kid's cheating. But it turns out that literally every other player of the game was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: like, uh, what is the skill level? It's like Yugi is like a monster at this game compared to everyone else who cheats their way to the top. Yeah, uh, but
2: mate, is, is Yugi cheating too? Because, I mean, Yugi's not the one who's dueling.
0: Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, and that's one thing I did think about. It's like he gets two minds versus one most of the to- most of the time.
2: Yeah, but and also, also the the pharaoh that's you know um, possessing Yugi is a was was one of the original you know shadow duelists who helped create the game and you know helped put an end to the the era of shadow dueling and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's he's yeah. not a newbie. He's a fucking he's a a, a veteran of the of the of the industry fucking pretending to be a newbie. He's basically smurfing. He's running a smurf account. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a good description. Never thought of it like that. That's amazing. <laughs> but, you, like, can, you, he's a smurf account.
1: <laughs>
0: I like that. But like um that that in itself, but it's like so how old is Pegasus? Like the sha- there's the shadow realm and all that stuff where yugi originally started and then pegasus is the creator of this game
2: yeah pegasus is like so pegasus ah oh, if i'm remembering the backstory correctly pegasus was an archaeologist or was on an archaeology excursion and he discovered the oh, tomb of the pharaohs it. that had the um like the the original stone tablets that had the door monster cards on them and then he used that as inspiration to create dual monsters but using the same like magic fucking nonsense to do it
0: as well mm. look at these tablets i can make something out of this and create a business mm. Mm.
2: i can <laughs> i can trick scores of young boys to come to my island to play my card game mm.
0: delightfully devilish <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you could read my mind you could see yourself naked
0: <laughs> would you like to see that Yugi boy? <gasps>
2: Yugi boy!
0: <laughs> oh my god! Fuck it. Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm like Australian. Australian version of of Pegasus would just be Ralph Harris, right? Just with a with a giant giant Yu-Gi-Oh card as a wobble board, just being like children.
0: Would you like to make some music? (laughs) 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 This is fucking (laughs) nonsense.
2: Oh man. Um out of all the episodes that we that we put up, all our favorite episodes, from the Hornets Nest to the face off, to Champion vs Creator, to Yu Gi vs Pegasus to Dungeon Dice Monsters, do you reckon out of all our favorite episodes we watched um after this rewatch, do you reckon you've got a, a new favorite episode do you reckon you can cement down what you think are your favorite episodes from this first season now
0: oh i'd I'd say i could yeah like um like pretty these were my favorite episodes coming back into it um Mm. like the like like even getting like what i would say was very memorable was seeing relinquished but also the magician of black chaos coming out Mm. in that same episode uh, it will be a bit more memorable for me in the future, like more mm. as it goes on, because that that was a really fucking cool cool monster. Like, yeah, it's definitely up there. But um, yeah, just like um, like like the great mo- the ultimate great moth. Just like they're all fucking cool.
2: Yeah, I think for me too. It's it's really hard to pick any of these uh, over the top. I think. I think the ones that I'm surprised that I enjoyed like a lot were was Champion vs Creator because it's one up like although I'm I'm really nostalgic for for toon world I probably wouldn't have put those two episodes I probably would have put Yugi Yugi up against toon world with the Yuugi vs Pegasus. Mhm. But yeah, something about seeing toon world for the first time uh, the duel between Pegasus and Kaiba um, the the Toon Blue Eyes White Dragon Kyber losing um, and just like getting to see Pegasus in in all his glory as this just fucking over the top camp villain uh, a massive cheater and like also just like so terrifying yeah like yeah he's a man child but he's also like kind of terrifying because he's he's making everyone play this game that he created and that he can cheat at very easily um, in in and the thing he's holding as a bargaining chip are the souls of your loved ones so it's like just he's fucking what an unrelenting fucking narcissistic villain like you know what i mean oh, yeah. the first
0: the first um, play that like Kyber destroys his monster he's like oh no you destroyed my monster hmm. Oh, it's so <laughs> good
1: what whatever will i do kaiba boy <laughs>
2: Oh man! Every time I heard the sentence, uh, "and you've activated my trap card," I got a, like a fucking at least a semi erection. Hey, it's such a good every every time you hear it, it's just like, "Yes, yeah, son, give it to me!" <laughs> fucking uh, but loved i it.
0: I've in, in saying that for for you also, I've got a new newfound love for for Pegasus. Like I always thought that he was just an evil dick, but now he's an evil lovable dick. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, i i had a I had a big fondness for Pegasus. I like. I think I've always had a big fondness for Pegasus, and I think I think on this on this rewatch, I've got a, a new appreciation for for not so much Yugi, but like you know his 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 friends, you know Tristan and and Taya and and Joey and stuff like that. They're like they 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 are such an integral part of the show, and I think the thing that stood out a lot on this rewatch is just the how how much no one explains anything that's happening in this world. Like they don't, they don't care that Yu-Gi-Oh looks different fucking scene to scene, you know, no one's really worried, like cares about, you know, why doesn't anyone contact, you know, the police about someone's grandpa's soul being kidnapped. And why does the whole world seem to this world? Who knows? (laughs) Why does the whole world revolve around this, this game that at the start of the, of the show, is like, oh, what's this new game that you guys are playing? I've never, I've never seen this before. And then an episode you later, episode later, it's just like, well, everyone in this world plays it, and it's basically how anything ever happens, and the whole world <laughs> seems to run off this game alone, you know. So Flight, there's no fucking hand. get handling. resolved
0: over over cards.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Even like, even like scenes where like Yu Gi Oh is like, oh, well, you're you're trying to rob this place, or, or you're, you're like a, a criminal. Tell you what, we'll settle this with a card game. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, we won't, because I'm a criminal and you're a high school student. I'm going to settle this by just being a criminal and you're going to walk away. Yeah, but they, just,
0: they just agree to it and it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Agree yeah, to I'm it gonna... and then
2: lose and then get their mind shattered by a reincarnation <laughs> of a pharaoh from the ancient times. Like, it's fucking... <laughs> What a show, mate. What a show. Yeah,
0: so good. So oh good. man,
2: we, we should probably wrap it up there because we've we've already hit over an hour. It's been so fantastic. Yeah, man, we've been going for like an hour and fifteen. It's been so fantastic having you on this uh on this episode, Flash. I've been waiting for the longest time for you to come and join Dorktown. You're like the last holdout of our friend groups that hasn't been on yet. Um, So I'm so glad you finally made it.
0: It's been... Thanks for having me, bro. (laughs) Uh,
2: Absolutely fantastic, dude. Uh, Make sure you're out there on the (laughs) the socials. You You can get in touch with us by emailing us at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com or slide into the DMs on Instagram at lordsofdorktown. Uh, make sure you yeah do all that stuff rate and review all that fucking nonsense uh, I also do another podcast called What's Your Obsession with friend of the show Callum uh, so make sure you check that out if you're just into fucking nonsense we, we talk about crazy stuff all the time but yeah, go check that out and uh, keep it dorky peace guys catch us later you I'm going to go